Hi, yep. everyone. Hi. <laughs> Welcome back to Five Years Time. Today, we have Greer joining us. Lauren is out doing studying for exams, so it's just going to be the two of us. So, Greer is also our IT girl, apparently. Just kidding. <laughs> but she did help us today figuring out how to record. <laughs> we, yes, everyone, we just spent an hour and a half. I know. Trying to figure out how to get my voice on this thing. But we got here today, and it is 100% worth it, because Greer is a rock star. So, Greer, why don't you introduce yourself? Okay, yeah. Um, my name is Greer. Uh, what are the kinds of things that you think that people want to know about me? Um, uh, well, I think today we're going to be having a very, like, parenting-heavy episode. So, tell us about <laughs> your life as a parent. Are you a parent? <laughs> Yes, yes. Okay, good question. Okay, yes. So my name is Greer. I live in Hamilton, Ontario with my husband and two children um, and my and our dog. We have a big Aww, dog. Yeah, a big, big dog. Yes. Um, I'm just trying to think. Yeah, I'm currently on maternity leave, picking up some casual shifts at the store that I work at. And I don't know, just hunkering down, uh, doing a lot of hanging out with my kids. Um, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. like fun hobby stuff. That's pretty much it. Nice. What are your yeah. fun hobby stuff? Well, this year we're really digging into getting into um, the backyard all done and finished. Oh, We've lived in this nice. house for four years now, and we just kind of been chipping away at doing different things and this is yeah. like the year where I feel like it's all gonna come together it's just oh, like that's the, so exciting I know the aesthetic finishing touches nothing structural that we have to oh, deal nice. with so the fun stuff <laughs> yeah the fun stuff that'll make it feel kind of like a little oasis hopefully amidst all the craziness Oh, definitely like when me and Trevor were in the condo last year at this time it was like my balcony which was like <laughs> five feet not even like four feet long was my oasis yeah. and I just lived on it but now having a backyard it like makes all the difference yeah Grace, especially I, with Rosie I'm so excited to see what your backyard turns into because oh my what gosh. I've seen and all of the you know talk about the future yeah. pool I'm sure it's gonna I'm be so beautiful excited. I can't wait like we're at the point of permits which is like my nightmare oh <laughs> so, nice yeah we've like we've been approved by the city and everything but it turns out that because we're on a ravine and Niagara cares about the environment <laughs> we have to get approved by some other people <laughs> and it's just like literally what we're doing is a structural thing like it's going to improve the backyard like they should be paying me to do this but I'm paying them I, it doesn't make sense to me I'm I'm like the house is gonna fall over if we don't put a retaining wall in and they're like I know I know but we have to make sure that we're being good with the then it's supporting the house yeah I know that's why I'm putting it in yeah well yeah. I hope it I hope it all works out and you guys can I hope so too. do it nice and fast <laughs> yeah I think so I mean I'm not like I'm not stressed about it I'm just like whatever it is what it is um but Was yeah there so I'm already a pool there yeah, so we had an above ground pool, but it was like super worn down. And basically, the people who own this house 
just before us had bought it as a rental. So I think just Brock students were like living in here for a few years. So they weren't really like taking care of the property or anything like that. Yeah. And then I think the people who lived here before um, were like taking care of the property. And then the people right before that, I think, were the people who like built the house or like were the first owners of the house and it was like apparently I was talking to our neighbors and apparently it was like immaculate so beautiful pristine and like we took it over and it literally was not (laughs) not loved in any way and like honestly like that's to our advantage because when we were looking for a house it was such a headache and we came on this one and no one wanted it because of the backyard and it was like I will take on this project huh no one wanted it because of the backyard just because it hadn't been maintained well and it's like a lot like the like if you want it to fix so if you didn't want to put in a new pool you would at least need to take out the old pool like you couldn't have used it it was like like I mean you could have but you would have hurt yourself like it was not a good thing yeah so you would have had to put in more money right off the bat like no matter what like either you had the pool or you put in a new pool or you don't put in a new pool it's up to you yeah so yeah I think just people didn't want to have to deal with that which is totally fair um, but it worked out in our favor. And uh, yeah, I'm actually like, I'm looking forward to it. I really have no like expectation. Like I know it's going to be good, but yep. I'm not like envisioning anything. So I'm like, I'll, I'll be excited by whatever happens. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever, whatever appears. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so and Rosie will love having the construction workers in her backyard because when they were doing the demo last fall, she was like glued to the window, like obsessed. So she'll she'll have fun watching them all summer. That's funny because um, that reminds me. So my son Parian, uh, mm-hmm. he we had some insulation blown into like in our interior walls. And okay. he sat and watched the insulation guys do this <laughs> loved it. for like I'm not, no joke, like an hour, like a full See? hour. There and you he, go. And he's, he just turned one. But when they did yeah. this, he's probably eight months old. So it was pretty yeah. funny. I was like, oh. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Yeah. See, it's 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 the new childcare. I tell you, we're not paying for childcare this summer. We're just getting our backyard done. Done. That's great. Yeah. 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 But anyways, so Greer and I know each other back from camp, the same camp where I know Lauren from and Trevor from. Basically, it's following me through my entire life. <laughs> it will not relent. It won't. Um, but yeah, I honestly don't even know the last time that we talked. Like in conversation with words what is it called like over with actual talking not typing <laughs> in, in like real life not typing yeah verbally so aud- audibly yeah that's audibly I was like what is the word I haven't heard Grace's voice uh like I guess in an interaction in yeah probably at least six years seven years I feel like it I feel like it's more than that like I don't even like yeah did we have some overlap you think like when you were working in the kitchen and oh yeah 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 totally 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 I forgot but yeah okay yeah I know but it's been a long time I know I kept thinking I was like when was the last time um I was doing anything and I yeah but it's been a long time and once Greer came on I was like oh my gosh she sounds the exact same my Greer (laughs) yes my Grace (laughs) but yeah Yeah. um we were we were very very 
ir- ir- what about the word I'm trying to think of? Irreparable? We I don't even know. Anyways, we were really close at one point in time. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's the word I was thinking of. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, I thought it would be interesting to talk about. Okay, so I'm not sure for you, but for me, I like did the OBGYN route for my birth. And I really didn't know anything about midwifery or using midwives or anything like that. Yes. But I knew right away um, when I started the whole process of like peeing on the stick to going to my first doctor's appointment, like I knew right away, like, oh, I feel like I would like a midwife, but I didn't make the switch because I was like, whatever, I'm already in it. But yeah, so I figured we'd talk about our, our like, our decisions and our birth plans that we used and how we decided to go and like maybe how we would want to change it for the future. If you wanted to have other kids or whatever. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. That's great. I did. Yeah, I did. I did the OBG. I only have one kid Greer's too. So I did OBGYN for my first. What did you do Greer? So uh, for my first, I did a midwife um, and Mm -hmm. I had decided to do that because I had already been completely entrenched uh, in the midwifery culture model of care kind of thing um, before, yeah. way before I had gotten pregnant. So I was kind of well aware of how do you get a midwife? Are they covered by OHIP? All of that uh, beforehand. So I knew right away. I even knew what midwife I wanted to ask. <laughs> Look so. at you. What a professional. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I guess I should preface to the people, like, I've been pretty obsessed with birth um, and the like for, I don't know, like, probably since I was a kid, I was, like, just um, very fascinated by anything pregnancy, birth-related, had a lot of questions. And so, just over time, I think I've realized um, that I just have a natural affinity for it and so I just kind of need to press into it so um by the time I had my first baby I was well acquainted with everything yeah yeah you could have you could have done it all yourself probably no (laughs) no well I mean I mean I guess I I suppose I could have like if you got stuck I did push out the baby myself um yeah but yeah (laughs) um yeah I think like I'm going to say that for me, I never, I never thought about pregnancy or parenting or anything really, um, except for the fact that I knew I didn't want to do it because it was not (laughs) parenting necessarily, but the pregnancy part and not even just pregnancy. I knew I just didn't want, I I find fear in things of the unknown and that was so unknown as pushing out a child. So that was always just like anytime, like growing up, if I was to think about it, it would be fear filled and then even at the beginning of me and Trevor's marriage, it was like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that anytime soon. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, like, eventually baby fever hits you. And it's like, I got to have one of those. <laughs> and then you're and- like, this is the only way to do that. <laughs> like, know. like, if you want to have biological children and you're like, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. So I, I mean, like, for me, I, I didn't have a home doctor or like any, a family doctor, anything like that. Like at this point in my medical life, I was just going to walk in clinics if I needed things done. And I, I had actually a fantastic walk in clinic, which unfortunately closed down during the pandemic, but Turn. it was run by, um, 
uh, nurse practitioners as opposed to doctors. And so you were always able to like get in and there was no wait and they were always fantastic. And I, I loved That's them. That's great. And basically. Yeah, they were amazing. And basically the way it was, was like, you could make an appointment ahead of time. It was like having a doctor, like a family doctor, essentially. Yep. You could make an appointment ahead of time. And that one person would like, always remember you like I I had I saw three different nurse practitioners there depending on like what my schedule was if I had appointments and they always remembered me like it was so I loved it so when I got pregnant I basically peed on the stick it said I was pregnant and I was like okay I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do yes (laughs) after that step I I was like called my mom I was like so then I went to the doctor and you have to like I think you do a blood test, but they made me pee on the stick again. They wanted to really believe me. So <laughs> I, I, went, I went to my walk-in clinic and they were like, okay, like, let's do it again. And I was like, okay, I promise you. I'm telling it's you the funny, It's anyways. funny that they make you do that because they literally use the same exact test that you, yeah, like, it's nothing I fancy. Know. It's the same no. thing. <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah. Anyways, I did it. And then like, they were like, okay, great. Like, you're right. You're pregnant. I was like, thank you. (laughs) They're like, we're going to give you your like, uh, paperwork to go get your blood work done. And I was like, okay. So I went and did my blood work. Everything came back, whatever. And then I asked them like, okay, how does this work? Like, and she was like, okay, you'll stay with us until your second trimester pretty much. And then we'll send you to an OBGYN. And I was like, oh, that's fantastic. Like in my mind, I was like, easy peasy. Like I don't have to go think about doing something else right now. Um, So I was happy with that. But then honestly, like nobody told me anything. And then I literally didn't see them again until my first OBGYN appointment. And then I kind of just got um, referred to whoever. And I, I'm nothing against my OBGYN, but we really didn't have a relationship. She also wasn't the person who delivered my baby at the end of the day, which I, I knew she probably wasn't going to be, which is why we probably didn't have a relationship. Cause I was like, <laughs> I don't know, like, you're just checking me out. Like we don't need to really have a relationship. Yes. But I felt like, especially for first time pregnancy, I felt like I had so many questions and I wasn't not necessarily not getting the answers, but I didn't even know what my questions were until the appointment was over. It was like the appointment was over. And then I would like recap it with Trevor or talk to my mom about it. And she was like, Oh, what about this? Or what about this? And I'm like, what? I didn't even know I was supposed to ask those questions. Like there wasn't someone walking me through it. Yes. Um, So I just felt right away, I remember saying to my mom, I think next time, I know I could have made the switch then, but too much work for me. So I was like, I think next time I will do a midwife because I feel like they'll just be there to support you and actually like help guide you through what's going on and help you understand the questions that you have without even you knowing the questions you have. Yes. Um, And then when it comes to like my actual delivery, like, I went to the hospital, I I was induced. So my OBGYN was like, okay, like you're going to be induced tonight or tomorrow. um, But I'm not going to be on, uh, on call. So like, it'll be someone else. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's fine. And then I literally went to the hospital and I probably went through like three different doctors by the time I went into labor. Like I literally are just switching and even nurses like, Oh my gosh, I, I honestly have no idea who anyone was at the end of the day. Yes. But yeah, I, and I felt like there was, I'm so happy. Like Trevor's great, but I had my mom with me as well. And my mom's a nurse. So she's like, that's her world. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm so happy I had her there because she was the one person advocating for me. But a lot of people don't have that 
privilege already. Yeah. So I just feel like a midwife would be there advocating for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, that was my thing. And it's funny because I've talked to one other um, woman who had an OBGYN and she's, and the first thing she said to me was like, oh, the next time I definitely have a midwife. And I said, oh my gosh, me too. So I feel like a lot of people have that feeling. Have that sentiment. Yeah. 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 Well, I feel like yeah, there's so much. Yeah, I was gonna say, I feel like there's so much to comment on and so much to say when you were explaining yourself. Uh, yeah. There. So, okay. So, uh, what I'm gathering from what you said is that um, you kind of felt a little bit just um, channeled through the system, and there was sort of yeah. like a lack of continuity of care. And when I say that, I mean you were just, you kind of went from person to person to person to person, even though you were receiving like competent care. um, Oh yeah. There wasn't the same, there wasn't the same people around. And people didn't know my history. Yeah. People didn't know, like they just looked at a chart, but they didn't know like a personal thing that I might've told them prior or experience that I could have had. Yes. Oh, and that just made me even think about, uh, post-care like don't even get me started on that I had the worst infection ever and I didn't even know that I was supposed to like tell anyone like I didn't even know that that was something I was supposed to look for <laughs> yes and and they just send you home from the hospital and I probably could have been avoided but mm-hmm. I didn't even know and it was literally misery with a newborn trying to breastfeed having a horrible infection having to go to doctor's appointments like it was so bad yes. but obviously if you have a midwife they do checkups afterwards yeah so like should I talk about so, you know for the people who are listening and they're like yeah. you know I've heard the word midwife before some yeah, people might have about. you know connotations associated with that word but actually I have no idea what what they do well I feel like even me I don't even know fully what a midwife does okay so like I will and I was thinking about how to succinctly put this before we recorded it but I'll say Mm -hmm. okay so a midwife specializes in I'm going to put it in quotes normal pregnancy birth and postpartum um and they and they are able to manage and care for a pregnant person and six weeks after they have the baby as well as the delivery Uh, so Mm -hmm. essentially when you imagine an an OB, they do what an OB can do, but they're, they specialize in normal. And then like an OB is actually specializes in, they're supposed to specialize in more like pathology surrounding uh, birth and abnormal mm-hmm. pregnancy. Yeah. Um, but a midwife is like, and they would say an expert in normal. Um, okay. And, a lot of the population has normal, uh, has a normal pregnancy, labor, birth, postpartum. And so many mm-hmm. people um, would qualify uh, to have midwifery care. Um, mm-hmm. But midwives in Ontario, there's only, I think currently there's only about 900 of them. And so they're mm-hmm. harder to come by. Um you have to literally like you pee on a stick and you have to call the midwifery clinic right away. Like first thing. Yes. Yeah. Right. They're in demand. Um, but the Ontario government doesn't, 
they only fund so many midwives to be trained each year. Um, wow. So there's less of them. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm a proponent of more and more midwives because I think it does put less pressure on the healthcare system and it oh. opens up more spots for people who need to go see an OB. Uh, who have a higher risk pregnancy. Correct. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of like what uh, general information surrounding midwives. They're also like free. It's covered by OHIP. Um, yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's one thing. It's like, I wouldn't have even known. I still don't even know, but I would not know like where you go and get a midwife. Like, you know what I mean? I wouldn't, I wouldn't know where to call or who to talk to. Yes. I mean, you could do a Google yes. search probably, but yeah, yeah, I would say your best friend, like for most <laughs> things these days is Google yeah. and just like, you yeah. know, wherever you live, search the town and then yeah. midwifery or something. And very likely, uh, a clinic, at least in the GTA area or like South, yeah, Southern Ontario, there's, um, yeah, there's a lot of like, there's a, a good amount of midwives. And if you really want one, you should be able to get one. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just a little nice. snippet of what midwives do, I guess. And so how does, like, how do you go, do they work in an office? Like, do you go to that yes. for your appointment? Yeah. yeah. And then they would, um, like do all you would go to then someone to do your ultrasounds and yeah somewhere to do your blood tests all that stuff. yeah so you would okay so you'd pee on a stick you'd say okay I'm, I'm pregnant yeah. you'd call the midwifery yeah. office and and all of the clinics do it a little bit differently um, and their models mm-hmm. of care are a little bit different um, but the one that I went to for example um, there was probably there's actually it was a big clinic it's probably like 20 midwives working there um, oh, so yeah. you'd call and like, I had a specific midwife that I wanted and they'd say, okay, so we'll book you in for your first appointment. And that was like pretty early. It was, um, around eight weeks. Oh, wow. um, so I would like not that pregnant. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so around eight weeks and then you would go in and they would want to, I mean, and also, I would say, I would preface it with, they would ask you if you wanted to do any of the following, but you could uh, set up a like a dating ultrasound to make sure you were, like, you knew when you were due and, like, a correct timeline. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then you'd go in, and then, yeah, you basically, you go for, I think it's around, you go for appointments once a month, and then as yeah. you get closer... Uh, it's like once a month and then once two every weeks, two once weeks, week. once a week. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, they can, you know, they can send you for blood work. They can um, uh, send you for an ultrasound. So they, they can do all of those things. Okay. Um, so you wouldn't need, like, right. I never saw my, I think I saw my family doctor in my pregnancy, but it had nothing to do with my pregnancy. Being pregnant. No, no. Yeah. So I never actually went to go see my family doctor for the pregnancy itself. So you don't need oh, a doctor um, associated okay. with it. Um, yeah, like I never actually like got confirmation at the doctor that I was pregnant. It was mostly like I thought like I thought it was because of the test, and then they just send you for an ultrasound yeah. to make sure there's a baby in there. Oh, perfect. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's funny that you actually said that you went to your doctor while pregnant, but not for being pregnant. Yep. I remember <laughs> I had to get a family doctor because we were having a baby and she needed a family doctor. Yep. So I think we got our family doctor um, like when I was eight months pregnant or maybe even nine months pregnant. And so uh, me and Trevor went to go do our like first appointment and make sure that Rosie was like all registered when she was born. And the I, I mean, it was winter, so I was wearing a coat and I was sitting down and the woman, the doctor is like asking me all these questions. And then I was like, oh, I should also like let you know that I'm like pregnant and we want our daughter to be like enrolled as well. Like, that's why we're doing this. And she was like, oh, OK, OK. Like, um, have you how, how many ultrasounds have you done so far? And I'm like, oh, and like, no, I like I'm like almost due. And she was like, what? And then I was like, oh, and she was like, oh, I didn't even realize. And I would laugh so hard. I was like, I'm like eight months, nine months pregnant, like the baby's coming. Yeah. But she just didn't notice I was sitting there. So that's <laughs> so you're like, yep, yep, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was too funny. But um, yeah, I think like the biggest thing for me is just having that, like that more of a personal relationship and also that aftercare. Like, yes, I really, I looked into, I looked into everything about being pregnant once I was pregnant like I was like okay I need to know everything and um also the other thing I really like read books on was breastfeeding because I wanted it was something I was really fearful for and I wanted to be prepared for and so I was happy I did all that I asked the tough questions I told everyone who was a mom already like tell me what recovery is like tell me what I'm to expect like I I wanted to know everything and I don't know how I let infection like slip my brain but I didn't even think of it as an option and I feel like nobody ever told me a story about like their infection or if they had something happen yes but anyways I afterwards like when I was at the hospital for like the 24 hours recovering like I definitely was in pain but like nothing like nothing abnormal and I didn't have a fever or anything like that um I almost felt like I had hemorrhoids but I don't I don't even think that's what it was it was just like I did have an episiotomy so I think I was just like really tender but then soon after I left I think uh, by a week after I had left maybe even less than that I was getting these horrible fevers and obviously it's hard to tell because I also had night sweats so I was like that's a natural thing that you think comes with a fever but that's normal to postpartum recovery so I was having these horrible night sweats but then I was having this really high fever and I like didn't know what was happening and at the same time I felt like I couldn't break down like I couldn't have something wrong with me because I'm trying to figure out how to breastfeed I have to be there for Rosie like there's no way that I could go do something for myself like I just couldn't even fathom doing anything for myself and it got to the point where my mom like Trevor was like so stressed out because I had this really high fever and I was like I can't go anywhere like I have to stay here I have to stay here and Trevor called my mom and was like I don't know what to do and my mom was like you need to get her to go to the doctor like she can't have a fever like that and like not get it sorted out she definitely has an infection and so he like made an appointment for the doctor later that afternoon and like forced me to go and obviously we took Rosie with me but I just felt like I couldn't do something for myself at that Mm -hmm. time and I'm so happy I did that like and it still took three days after that for them to figure out what my infection was so I wasn't even put on antibiotics until three days after that so I still had three days of a horror like I was just taking Advil and Tylenol but it really wasn't doing anything Mm -hmm. and um then I finally got put on antibiotics and then honestly like 
24 hours, 48 hours, I felt amazing. And it was like, that was the first time I realized, and I'm taking this through motherhood, and I will continue, is that you need to fix yourself before you fix anything else. Because like, I could not function. And if I had just done that a little bit earlier, I would have been better faster. Yes. And if there was a midwife checking in on me doing a check-in at home, I probably would have even caught it even faster. Definitely would have caught it faster. And I, I should say too, um, in during your time that you're being followed by a midwife, you have yeah. their pager number and you can page them at any time of day um, oh, yeah. at any point in your pregnancy, including the postpartum period. Your so, you know, if oh, Trevor so was nice. uh, freaking out <laughs> on the phone, yeah. you could literally <laughs> page a midwife and you would be able to talk to them. I'm not joking, like within 10 minutes. That's um, and so that, that for me is something that I just love about midwifery care. Obviously it's demanding on the midwives. Um, but oh, yeah, for the sure. accessibility of it, um, I think is super, yeah. super it's important. For the yeah. Mothers. And like, you're not kind of yeah. getting like lost in the system. Um, you're yeah. able to speak to somebody who knows what they're doing, like almost immediately. And you don't have to actually yeah. go anywhere. Um, to do yeah, that. that's nice. And yeah, like midwives, um, we should say, yeah, uh, postpartum will come and do multiple home visits within the first few weeks. So you don't actually have to um, go out of your home, uh, you know, with a brand yep. new baby. I know, that's amazing. And hemorrhoids and everything. <laughs> oh my gosh, like I actually think of myself. <laughs> postpartum and I'm like what the heck like I was going to the doctor like every day I honestly the next baby I have I'm locking myself in my bedroom like I'm like I'm not doing (laughs) anything everyone bring me my food yes yes (laughs) that's what we like I don't know what it is for the first time you feel like you need to be invincible for some reason like no (laughs) I don't need to be invincible everyone do everything yeah me and the baby will get to know yeah you know I think I was really lucky in that way because so before I got pregnant I was working at like a natural parenting store and my boss thought it would be like a great idea to hire someone who had never had a baby because it kind of gives (laughs) the perspective of that person who's like just pregnant never had a baby yeah the deer in the headlights kind of look full of questions questions. and you know I can relate and so anyways I feel like I was um what's the the word like uh primed (laughs) during that time as to you know all of you know I heard everyone else's questions and then I heard everyone else's answers and then I was able to kind of figure out like maybe yeah what I would want to do in those because I didn't even know like what you're saying exactly what you're saying like the the questions to ask what would somebody be concerned about and the only reason that I knew that going in was because I was immersed in like the culture of pregnant women and then like people with young babies um so I was lucky and I know it's like an anomaly going into it yeah no but it's so true like I literally didn't know any questions to ask and I didn't even know what I should be concerned with unless like someone had told me there was a concern but then when there was a concern 
um, like at the beginning of my pregnancy, I always forget this, but at the beginning of my pregnancy, I actually, when I went to confirm my pregnancy, I also happened to have said like, Hey, I have like, um, I get like psoriasis on my head, which is like eczema kind of. And um, I was like, oh, I think I'm getting like a little bit of like psoriasis on the back of my neck. Um, Maybe you could prescribe me whatever the ointment is for it. And I was so casual. And it was like a second thing. I was I was almost not going to even say anything. And then they looked at it and they were like, oh, my gosh, you have shingles. And apparently having shingles and being pregnant is like a really horrible (laughs) thing. And she was like, how do you, like, at first she was like, oh my gosh, you have shingles. Like, I'm pretty sure that shingles. And then she laughed because she was like, wait, what? You're like 27. How do you have shingles? And then she was like, wait, you're pregnant. And I just watched her emotions oh go. Gosh. And I was like, what the heck is happening? <laughs> and she was like, she was like, okay, like we need to do da, 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 da. And it like goes from zero to a hundred. And she didn't walk me through why it was bad or anything <laughs> like that. And then I left. And next thing I'm at a counter getting like these giant horse pills that I had to take like literally five of them five times wow. a day. So I was taking 25 wow. of these horse oh pills gosh. for a week. I had just found out I was pregnant. So like, did you they were ha- like, for sure have singles was- or is this just... Oh, yeah. Wow. So then I was then categorized in a high risk pregnancy and I didn't know what any of that oh. meant. And it and it all ended up being fine. And I was not I ended up being low risk like <laughs> a month later once everything was OK. But like I didn't even know what that meant. I didn't even know what it meant to why what the issue oh. was. But it was like so crazy. So I found like if I didn't I when everything was groovy, I was like, okay, it's all groovy. Like, there's no questions asked. But when it was bad, it was like, it was bad. And nobody told me why Yeah, so, you, so you're <laughs> saying, like, <laughs> nobody really, like, walked you through. And then it did it yeah. also feel as though um, it was kind of, like, not a question of, do you want to do this? But uh, you are going to do this or you have to do this? Oh, 100%. Like, just even when I went in to get my, like, to be induced – um, I went in and it was a different doctor and I was sitting down. So she came in and she just looked at me and was like, um, okay, let me do an internal. So I laid down, she did an internal exam and she was like, okay, um, now how big is your baby? And I said, whatever the weight they had guessed it was going to be, I think it was like nine something eh, or lower. I knew it was going to be a big baby. And she was like, why didn't you come in earlier? Oh and my like, gosh. <laughs> and, and I'm looking at my mom like, and, and then my mom's like, I know. And I'm like, what are you talking about, mom? What are you saying? You know, you don't know anything. And I was like, what have I done wrong? And she was like, it's a 50-50 C-section, C- like 50 chance, 50% chance you're getting a C. I was like, I, like, literally, this has not been a conversation my entire pregnancy. My OBGYN obviously felt fine for me going two weeks over. I'm so confused. It was like this whole roller coaster. And I, and then she just left the room and I was like, what? And then I'm so happy. Like, I'm honestly so happy I had my mom. Cause if I didn't have my mom, it would have been me and Trevor and they're literally freaking out. That was me. I I'm like, I'm a crier, but in situations of emergency, which I felt everything to do with pregnancy, like was, it was a situation of emergency, like just the way that my brain like went to it. So I never cried over anything, but that I just started crying. Cause I was like, I'm so confused. Like if it's a 50, 50 for me having a C-section, am I going to try pushing and pushing and pushing and then end up having an emergency C-section? Like, I don't like, it's just weird to go into something knowing that you're probably going to have an emergency C-section when you didn't think that was an option at all. 
anyways, my mom thankfully like was like, Grace, you need to really like sit down with this and like think about it. Cause she was like, truly, it's probably better for your body. Like 50% chance. They don't really give those chances out. Like that's a bad, that's a Mm -hmm. bad thing. So it's most likely going to be a C-section. So you need to think about it. Do you want that pressure of pushing and pushing and pushing and then being rushed in in an emergency? Or do you just need to choose a C-section front, Mm. like first? And I was like, that decision, like when my mom told me to make that decision was like so big. And so we ultimately said like, okay, let's talk to the doctor. So we brought her back and we said, if this is going to be the issue, like if we're going to push and push and push, and then I'm going to have an emergency, like let's just Mm -hmm. do a C-section. And she kind of like at that moment I think realized that what she had said probably she shouldn't have said it in that way or had that conversation yes. with us <laughs> and so then she instantly was like no 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 no, no. like we're gonna figure this out like we can let it's always worth a try and then I she was like come here and like I stood up to do something and I as soon as I stood up she was like wow you're so tall like you're gonna have no problem and I was like are you <laughs> kidding me like I've just come through like turn on <laughs> Like, I can't even. It was like, what? My heart could not function. So it's just crazy how everybody has a different opinion. Like, when you have a nurse coming in every other hour, you have a a doctor you've never met before who has never seen you standing or sitting or whatever position she needs to see you in to know that you can give birth. It's like everyone has different opinions and different ways of doing things. And they're all put on you in your most vulnerable moment. So I think it's just important to have that person there. And I think that could be a midwife. I think also doulas people have like long as well. I've been a a doula Um, for a couple people now. Um, And yeah, yeah. it's definitely helpful. I'll just, I'll put it that way. Yeah. 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 It's just like, just having, like, I always, I'm so easy breezy like I seriously am and I had no birth plan like the plan was get the baby out that was it whatever I need I'll take whatever needs to be done Mm -hmm. I'll do um and I had no like idea of how that was gonna look for me but when it came to the actual day wow (laughs) do you really not have any idea how it's gonna look like it's actually insane and I can't even imagine for the women out there who do value like a little bit of routine like there is not it's not a thing like I can't it's and and then you have you have all these new people coming in every two seconds and and if if an alarm goes off literally 20 people come storming into your room and you're like what the heck is happening and you're like so close to seeing your baby but at the same time it feels like it's so close to yeah yeah. like it feels like it's so close (laughs) to never getting to see your baby like I felt like every time an alarm went off I was like what the heck like just get her out of me she doesn't want to be in there anymore she feels just as uncomfortable as I do Mm. Wow, that sounds like a really like, yeah. well, it just sounds like a chaotic day. <laughs> oh, it was like it. I I just laughed after like, I'm so happy I had my mom yes. and Trevor and we just have so much fun together. So we did we made the most fun of it as we could. And we made so many jokes yes. along the way. You made the most but of like, it. it was. Yeah, we made the most of it. And it was a long day. We were there from like early in the morning yeah. to late at night. And um, it was just like so strange and because I was being induced they mixed up they messed up my induction too so that was just oh my gosh it was just like one of those it was just one of those things that like literally everything just kept going wrong and anytime 
my mom or Trevor left the room, something (laughs) traumatic happened. (laughs) It was like, we can't do this, guys. We need to stick together. (laughs) Do not leave this alone. Oh. Yeah, but I I look I look forward to I honestly like I don't know like it is traumatic like the whole experience mm-hmm. is traumatic but I do look forward to having more children like I definitely do yes. want more children but even now I think about it and it's one of those things where it's like I I it's like I almost feel like I'm ready but then I think about actually having to carry the baby and get it out of me again and yep. it's like no I'm not ready to give yeah my body. no it's a uh... It's a big undertaking. I think about that all the time. Like we, we're pretty sure we want more kids. Um, but every time yeah. I get pregnant, I get diabetes, and like it's oh, just no. it's a whole. Both my yeah, my, my births have yeah. been very straightforward, but the pregnancy part, it's difficult. It's difficult. It feels like just, uh, and you know, it it's difficult even with. Um, midwifery care and feeling like I'm in charge and making the yeah supported and, supported and yeah. making the decisions and all of that like that is amazing I couldn't imagine just being put through like a system and kind of going through the stuff that I've gone through in the pregnancies so, yeah yeah like I feel you girl <laughs> but <laughs> yeah I that's what I I say that to I say that to Trevor I say all the time I'm like Okay, when you when you choose to have your first baby, like you no. have no idea what you're doing. Okay, great. <laughs> when you choose to have your second baby, like how the heck do people decide to do that? Because <laughs> it's like you know. Yeah, what I think happened. it's just like the the baby <laughs> fever just takes hold, and you're like, this is the most important. Thing I know. Right now. <laughs> I know. I just keep saying to Trevor, I'm like, I'm eventually just gonna get to the point where I'm like, okay. <laughs> we're just gonna accept it being an accident like we're just gonna release yes. all control and it will have to be a surprise because I feel like I truly can't like yes no, that, <laughs> to yeah, be like okay yeah just put yeah. it out there it's I know it's so it's so crazy like it's just crazy what our bodies are capable of doing like I can't even imagine like I think of who I am now and I'm like I don't even remember being pregnant or any of that like it feels like a lifetime ago I can't even yeah I can't even um, for me I feel like pregnancy was the first time that I that I really had to think about uh, surrender and trust in my body and and it like it really like hits you in the face you know like every single day like you um no, you, you, you yeah, and you. I'm just thinking like every single day of your life, you trust, for example, that you're, uh, you unconsciously, I guess, trust that you're going to breathe, like the, your your body's, your lungs are going to open yes. up and, you know, everything's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like you get so used to that because it, you know, time and time again, it proves <laughs> well. Um yeah, to work. <laughs> to work, um, yes. But in pregnancy, you know, another per- person is on the line and your body is facilitating yeah. that. Um, and it and it really kind of put things into perspective for me. So it was quite life changing and it it's a it's a test in faith for sure. Oh, totally. Like pregnancy is so yeah. unknown. Like I 
I, I, I think I also fear being pregnant again because I know yeah. what's at risk. Like I know, I know what a baby is now. Like before I had no idea. Like I, I loved her as much as I could love her, but now the love that I have is beyond. So that to know that I'm going to start something again and have all the risks and blah, blah, yeah. blah. It's just like, it's, it's more. Yeah. It's more. You know, I, it's interesting. I think I've been thinking a lot about this lately is that there is, inherent risk to life like no matter what you do like you get in a car and you risk no you You risk getting in an accident or something like that just like being alive like there's things that happen yeah there's things that happen all the time and like pregnancy reminds you of that but it's not necessarily like a greater risk in general (laughs) like to life I think it's just a part of life that also has risk but that in that way, yeah. I think it's a bit more comforting to me. Um, yeah, if that makes yeah. sense. Oh yeah, yeah. I uh, yeah. I I'm excited to do it again and be like more prepared, especially for after, and also just like have that like second pair yes. of knowledge already. But I also. I also know that it'll never be the same because you have another kid you're taking care of. It's like, man, I should have watched more Netflix instead of feeling guilty. I had so much time. Yeah, I think about that now. Like, yeah. So we have two, right? So if uh, if my yeah. oldest is being babysat and I just I have one of them, I, I'm like, ooh, yeah. let me like ask a friend to go on a walk or something. And like before, like having yeah. one, I was like way more overwhelmed just taking her anywhere um and now I'm just like I have one and I feel yeah but you know what I think it is it's more just like you get into routine and and like I think so too you have to um (laughs) yeah it's it's just becomes part of your you're like okay yeah yeah and you know at the beginning of having your first baby it's so overwhelming because you're not in like a routine and you don't know this human being and yeah all of the things. Um, but then you, but then you do yeah. you get accustomed and then, you know, you have your second and you're like, Oh, I, I, this is sort of familiar to me. And you just, it just kind of rolls yeah. together. So like for me, my second, yeah. like even second time being pregnant, second birth, like even though there's lots of unique things that come with each time, there's also mm-hmm. that familiarity that you're like, okay, I've, I've done this. And, and there's some yeah. level of comfort there. Yeah. yeah yeah i i i do like i i look forward to it again it's like yeah. a bittersweet yes. thing okay <laughs> this, this yeah, surrounding yeah. yourself yeah but then it's like it's so worth it at the end and also like there are nice things in the bad yes. things as well because like you got through them and who you are now is different yeah. because of that and it's for a better like it's all part yeah of your and i journey. hope like for you in particular just because of the, the way you've described everything is that, um, you know, if you go down the route of midwifery care and kind of like taking charge a little bit more that you'll actually find that like pregnancy or that experience becomes sort of like a a very empowering thing for you. Because I I know, at least for me, like going out of it and coming out and being like, wow, like I had to make like really hard decisions. I felt like I was supported in those decisions you know, I did the whole act of having a baby and you come out of it and you think, whoa, like I can do hard things, that, that sort of feeling. And I just think it was yeah, just more, yeah. 
um, with midwife care, I think it's just um, you kind of are able to feel the love um, and feel that sort of, um, how do I explain it? Like, it's just like more intimate care. And then you you kind of feel yeah, safe in so. that. And then you don't have to be like, I mm-hmm. did all of that hard stuff alone. Like I felt like I, I did it with somebody who is there for me. If that, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. Like yeah. my care provider knew yeah. me very no, well totally. and walked through that. Yeah. We created yeah. a relationship. Yeah. And I think yes. that's so cool. Yeah. It's like such a beautiful thing. And I think it's yeah. kind of goes back to oh, yeah. what midwifery has been for like centuries is like women taking care of women and it being a very communal, like normal thing. Yeah. 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 And I think that's, yeah, I think it's so beautiful. And I, I look forward to having that experience and um, yeah, definitely the relationship aspect. And also like, yeah, I just feel like all of my like doctor's appointments, anything like that, like, I also did them all during like work on lunch breaks and stuff. So Trevor wasn't there, which was like fine. That wasn't like a hard thing for either of us. Like we yes. that we were doing that. But like, I just feel like I had no, I, I wasn't sharing it with Trevor. I also wasn't sharing it with this person. So it was really just yes. me on my own. And like, I mean, I shared it with Rosie yep. and I'm happy I did that. So I, I look forward to having like that team effort, like seeing. Yeah. That and like. I mean, if you ever, <laughs> like I'm doing doula work so, like here and there, but like, yeah, yeah, so if, if I ever want to do it, or you know, if you don't want me, but you want somebody else, or you know, if you if you don't even want, like your mom was this in this case, but if you want a- anyone yeah. else as yeah. like your birth support, like I highly recommend that for anyone listening. Um, your partner is very yeah. important in the equation, but also statistically, if there is another woman in the room, <laughs> and there's more women in the room, yeah. it's correlated with a faster, smoother delivery. That's just like a fact. <laughs> oh, perfect. Well, that makes sense because Rosie came out in like 15 minutes and there were like go. 20 ro- women in the room. I mean, they were all nurses. <laughs> oh, oh I, I should there. also say, I just want to, because, you know, we're kind of twi- trying to intertwine midwifery in here, just so people kind of get an idea. Um, yeah. But so with a midwife, a lot of people assume that you can only have a baby at home if you want a midwife. Um, that's not true. Uh, if you want to have the baby at home, you debate, uh, the midwife can do that. Um, but in the hospital, um, a midwife will have privileges. And so, you know, if you go to have the baby at the hospital with the midwife, um, the simplest kind of explanation for it is like you go in a room with the midwife and there's no nurses, no one else Mm -hmm. comes in, um, and they take care of you. Uh, and then, like at the end of the labor when you're pushing a second a second midwife will come in and then each will kind of tag team like I'll take the baby and you take care of mom after the baby's born um so it's a it's a lot wow quieter um obviously if you need to be um situations where like the OB needs to be called in or whatever like of course um, yeah Yes, that's, that's there as well, well if you need it. Um, but, you know, straightforward deliveries. This was, like, my first. Um, went in there, had mm-hmm. my doula, had my husband, had the midwife, and then that was it. Like, no one else 
came in. Yeah, yeah that's it was so nice. It was good. Yeah, that was not my experience. See, I look forward to that. I look yeah. forward to something like yeah. that. Um, but yeah, thanks for oh, yeah. career. Um, we do something at the end called Roses, Buds, and Thorns, which I'm assuming you already know what it is. Since yes, we do it at of course. Camp, and I play and I play it with okay. my daughter all <laughs> the time. Ah, <laughs> uh, cute. Yeah, we like to do it at the end of the day. I look forward to when Rosie can join in. But yeah, so we do them for our week. So do you, you go, go first? first? We gotta you think. Go first. Okay. So my rose for this past week was, um, you know what? I mowed the lawn, and I'm actually really enjoying doing that. It oh, just yeah. feels nice, and like the it looks so like. Yes. much better now like it was like grueling and I live in a neighborhood where everyone has like <laughs> so... perfect lawns and perfect gardens like they pride themselves in that and I do not so I was the like, pressure I the pressure is on the accountability is there you know what I actually had I actually had three neighbors say to me like oh we saw you mowing the lawn this weekend I was like oh my gosh they're paying attention <laughs> but anyways that was my rose I kept up um my thorn was um it was just so windy today here and like I was it was nice but it was so windy so like we couldn't really like be outside like we were outside but then we would get like thrown away so yeah I've learned since I moved to Niagara like oh my gosh there's so you're right there is I was yes yes there is (laughs) I grew up in Niagara so I'm aware um yes yeah. Um, and then my bud is, um, what am I looking forward to? I'm looking forward to this podcast coming out. <laughs> and I'm also looking forward to, um, I don't even know. I feel like there's like nothing to do. I'm looking forward to tomorrow. I hope it's sunny and warm, but I think. It's yeah, I, I don't want to believe it. I'm like, I'm willing this away. I, my mother-in-law told me that. I was yeah. like, I just planted our pansies. No. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So is it my turn? Yes. Okay. What are yours? Um, yes, your let me think about this. Okay. So. My rose, I think, so Josh and I, within the last, uh, so Josh and my husband, I don't know if I ever said that, um, but in the last couple <laughs> months, we were both like, we want to get jacked. <laughs> and like, you know, like I'm starting off pretty much from zero. Anyway, so um, I think my rose this week is like, we had a really nice day on, what day was it? It was Saturday? And um, we went for like a nice run and we did some squats and sprints and all that. And, and I uh, had a moment where the kids were just playing, like we were able to do this and the kids were playing uh, in the park and climbing trees and just like exploring. And I just felt very thankful for that day because we want to have like a lot of kids. And I was just thinking like, ah, this is what it's, this is what life's about. Just like the simple moments, spending time together and like achieving yeah. goals, like as a family, I think I, um, yeah, I like doing that a lot. Like, uh, we, we really try to, to do a lot of things together. And so that moment this weekend was really nice. Um, 
Uh, a thorn. Oh, a thorn is also related to getting checked. Is that uh, we were doing with the kids? We were doing shoulder, like yeah, kind of like lifting them above our heads to do like a shoulder workout. And okay. I popped out a rib. Yeah, on my back, like a back. Rib, oh my god! And I needed like it was so painful, and I needed to go to the chiropractor for her to like pop it back in. Oh um, my god. and so I just hope it doesn't act up again. So. <laughs> No, no shoulder, no shoulder stuff. Stuff yeah for a little, little bit. bit and my bud um josh texted me today and said we have a pa day on friday and i don't have to go into work um so he works for the school oh, board so yeah so he's, he's not a teacher uh but he does admin um so oh, we nice. uh, he'll be at home on friday and that's really nice so excited for that. Awesome. That's yes, the best surprise. Definitely. Yeah. I love when Trevor's home. I mean, we're always home, <laughs> yes. but I love when he's home and we're all home yeah. together. Yeah. It's really nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, awesome. So thanks so much for coming on, Greer, and sharing all your midwifery knowledge. I feel like I've learned so much and I feel even more confident in my decision. Like I I'm I'm you've almost convinced me to look oh, forward what? to it. Oh, yes. And like take it at yeah, take it. Like grab the bull by the horns and like take it as like a challenge yeah. or a yeah, like to make the most yeah. out of it for sure. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. thanks for having me. You know, yeah. I like I'm to so blabber happy. on about this stuff. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you do, and I'm yeah, glad that totally. I had you here. <laughs> okay, everybody. Bye. Years time we could be walking around a zoo with the sun shining down over me and you and there'll be love in the bodies of the elephants too and I'll put my hands over your eyes but you'll peek through and